0: Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome once again to Indecent exposure. You're visiting with your host, Mama Bear. Thank you for joining me as we take another sexy trip to the motherland. Today's episode is going to be about something that's near and dear to my heart. Something that I have indulged in for the past 10 years faithfully. And I advocate for it passionately. For those of you who follow me online, you've met me on chat rooms. We've done group chat. You've actually met me in real time. Those of you who really, really, really know me know that this hits home to me personally. And that is swinging appropriately titled, today's episode is A Swinger's Life. I am advocating, as in our inaugural episode, for us to come to terms with a healthy relationship with our sexuality. In doing so, this should help open us up just slightly in becoming more compassionate, open individuals in our humanity. Sex is as much of a need for us guys as eating food every day and drinking water to stay healthy, going to see your doctor or getting medication for an illness or an ailment, Um, combing your hair, taking a bath for standard needs of self-care every day. And we would be remiss to not fully understand, and in my perspective personally, the to form a purpose of where we are um, which will be in our sexuality and that's to understand that the need is physical and it's also psychological at least that's where I am in my personal philosophy and relationship with it. Swinging provides me an avenue and an environment where I can engage I can indulge with different proclivities and those are things that are going to be things that I really love to do things that are my favorite things to do um and we'll kind of get more in depth into where we are with some of these sexual turns and, and whatnots and things that you may have questions on but I really want to take this opportunity and this topic of a swingers life to dispel some of the weird stuff and the myths that you may or may not have heard about swinging So, appropriately, uh, moving forward, our first uh, point is going to be called Swinging 101. And this is going to give you guys an idea on what swinging is and what it is not. Where swinging started, where it came from, you know, like who thought of this great idea, you know. Hands off to them. Hats off to them, rather. Um, All right, I want to start with a few things that swinging is not. Three things, straight up. Swinging is not pornography, guys. Porn is a genre of entertainment. Being that we do it with nudity. And everything that comes under the sun with that. It is typically you're indulging in pornography online. Magazines. Nude magazines. Uh, Think of your hustlers and playboys over the years that have done well. Um, Articles. Sex toys. Things of that nature. Anything that you engage in when you're purchasing it for the purpose of being entertained. That is what pornography is and that is what swinging is not. Swinging also is not prostitution. I will be talking in just a few seconds though on a parallel universe of brothels and swinging. Um, But swinging is not prostitution. Prostitution by and large is a requested sexual service and in Uh, exchange for that sexual service, you will remit some form of payment. Um, That is what prostitution is. Swinging is not that. Swinging also, guys, is not love. Sex in and of itself is not love. But swinging is not love. And by and large, with that being said, and we'll touch on uh, marriages and married couples, it's also not monogamous because you're agreeing to have sex people other than those that you may be in a one relationship with. Since it is not monogamous it means multiple. Okay with that being said some of my research has led me to the earliest known documentations written things I've been researching poetry and and letters and Um, What we would call today blogs um, where things were done on scrolls back then, paintings, frescoes, artifacts, statues that have been carved. This research has led me as far back to 6 BC one thing i thought was interested i came across an article and also a youtube video if you're interested in getting a link to that youtube video hit me up dm me on twitter i am underscore mama bear request that link for youtube and i'll drop a link for you um the link and the subsequent article um are on basically the same topic and some of the same research was was um uh touched upon in 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 both forms Um, This was the ancient city of Pompeii and where some of the earliest known brothels were recorded to have been in existence. Um, The sexual trade during that time for prostitution, again, this is the parallel universe of where brothels and swinging clubs or swinging activities kind of um, run parallel. Um, It was considered a labor service as, as it is today. It was a Way to make money for the benefit of whatever. And during those times, you had kings, queens, monarchs, noblemen, countrymen, um, politicians, scholars that engaged in houses of prostitution as a um, controlled forced labor. So prostitutes were sexual slaves, they were bought, sold, kidnapped, and forced into the sexual uh, trade for. Labor and for profit. Along with the brothels, um, there have been again artifacts and scrolls and things that were documenting experiences during those times. So, as you had money that was being profited, and this was going to the houses of these noble men and noble women, these noble men and noble women were partaking in the fruits of their labor as we all do. And what we like to do is to sit back and kick back and then throw parties and enjoy ourselves and just have a good time so going through some of the the castles and the um the upper echelon of these homes that belong to these noble men and women and kings and queens we could also see that the homes were by and large situated completely in a different part of the area or the city or the town or whatever away from where they actually owned their brothels and again the brothels were treated no different than a farmland that they owned or or some type of um you know a bakery or or something that that goods or services were sold that was just considered you know just another part of the labor force during that time. With that being said, these homes then were laid out in ways that were being unearthed by excavators as we know now during, um, I can't say recent, but as recent as maybe um, the 60s or the 70s, I believe some things were being discovered and artifacts were being discovered during some of these tours of these homes. and we could see to where there's actually areas of the home away from the standard sleeping quarters or the kitchen or the social quarters. You had areas that were literally locked away with just maybe a one way in and a little peephole to kind of peep in very similar to what Swingers Club offer now. And inside of these homes is where again you were seeing some of the frescoes and paintings even the graffiti scrolls were uncovered that actually documented what was going on during that time. And this is where these kings and queens and countrymen were partaking in sexual activity amongst their friends. So you were other noblemen or other countrymen or kings or queens. You know, you were not uh, laborers and you weren't slaves, but you had to be invited in and a member of this very secret society to come in and partake. So with that being said, that's pretty much kind of the precursor of what swinging clubs will request today. You're going to have to come in and, and pay a fee or dues or something to that nature. But you will be requested to be a member. Speed this up until around the 1960s or so, guys. And we have what is considered a well-known uh, documented um point in our human history that we call free love society or the free love revolution. Due to the invention of birth control and treatment more modern treatments for STDs and STIs people have engaged in sexual interactions with each other on a recreational and social level since we know literally since the beginning of recorded history of recorded time and with that being said um, Individuals were more likely to just engage with people that they knew and things that they were familiar with. So you also had the the rise and the boom of suburban America as we know it today, where you had your neighborhoods and your communities that were being carved out and closed off from other societies, and home values were starting to rise, and so you had to have a job and make so much amount of money to be able to get into this neighborhood and buy this house. So, by and large, people socialized with other people that were in their social circles. And in a part of that socialization also uh, came recreational activities. So, what else do we do for recreational activities, guys? You can go to the YMCA and oddly enough, you know, there's a whole history there itself on bathhouses. And people frequenting those that actually started in your YMCA's and your New York's of the world back during the 40s and the 50s. Um, specifically where gay men didn't have an outlet to be able to um, uh, interact with one another freely and openly. That's another topic we'll get to it later. You want to hear about it you know what to do. DM me and and I'll get it popping. But during that time the 1960s people socialized amongst themselves and so the term that is most readily associated with swinging is called wife swapping. And as I did, a lot of people think that it is solely for couples, by couples, and about couples. It started to satiate that need amongst couples. But single men or women can participate in a lifestyle. And we'll get to kind of the do's and don'ts of that uh, just in a little bit. Um, With that being said, those relationships were primarily female-led relationships or FLRs. So getting into swinging now if you're ever engaging with couples and even with single women in a relationship i can only strongly urge you to kind of fellas take a step back from some of that masculinity it, it, i love it love it in all its shapes forms, but it can take a step back or take it down a notch where so it not comes off so toxic Or aggressive because in the swinging lifestyle that's the last thing you need is someone who thinks that sex is solely for their pleasure and I'm going to go out and grab something and make you do something that I want and this is how that goes and that is not swinging. That's someone who has a very unhealthy view and relationship with sex. Sex is about what I want, it's about my body, and how I choose to participate or not participate It's my choice and that's what uh, we respect in the swinging lifestyle. With that being said, the negotiations when you're swinging with people, specifically couples, is going to take place with your women. Please be respectful of that, no ifs, ands, or don'ts, and don't ever get into a situation Where you find yourself being overly aggressive or overly um, assertive and you're inserting yourself into an actual marriage. Because now at this point it's not just about who's there to have fun and have sex. Now you've got a husband who knows he's a husband and he's going to stand up and he's going to do what he needs to do to protect and safeguard his wife. So by and large, in negotiations where you're dealing with couples or women in a relationship, please be respectful that it is a female-led type of negotiations that you're going to deal with. Cheating also, guys I wanted to throw out there, is not uh, 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 I'm sorry, swinging, I'll throw out there, it's not cheating hardcore diehard swingers such as myself know that we're upfront, and we're honest about what we're doing while we're here and we are not here to cheat and lie on anybody so if you have got a couple that's out couples or couples they're married my very first couple I dealt with we uh, met up a couple times on a couple of day dates maybe one night date we went out and, and finally ended up going to their house just to socialize kick back smoke a little bit we really didn't do anything we were just getting to know each other and so I'm in these people's houses I'm seeing 20-year-old pictures of their wedding dates and photos and them on cruises and vacations and all that kind of stuff. When you're dealing with a couple, you're dealing with a real married couple. So regardless of what you're just doing to turn up and have fun and have sex, you're going to have to respect the fact that these people have a life outside of swinging. And that is to be respected, okay? So they're there in that regard to engage in their sexual playtime. They're not there because they're lying to one another so that husband and wife is going to roll together or that boyfriend and girlfriend is going to roll together please be mindful of that and respect it you have people that are actually engaging in non-traditional relationships is what we call polyamorous and I've actually been requested to actually join a triad which was a married couple and a bisexual wife and they wanted me as their living girlfriend. I turned them down and I said no because I uh, they didn't want sex outside of that relationship, only within the triad and I myself do not believe in monogamy. Sooner or later something is going to get boring, it's going to get st- Dale and I have really way too many partners over years that I engage with however frequent or seldom that I don't ever see myself not having my playtime with my partners to be involved in a relationship where people only wanted to just be the two of you or the three of you. So you have uh, non-traditional relationships like that. Be mindful. But again, that doesn't mean that those people are in a three-way relationship. It doesn't mean that they swing. So you have to make sure you're having clear, open communication with people. Communication is key. Be honest about what you want, what you're looking for, and then make sure that that is clearly communicated to whoever that you're dealing with. Okay? So again, by and large, understand... That sex is recreational and it is social. It is not love focused. And again, it is not necessarily polyamorous. Bringing me to my next point on swinging etiquette. We're going to talk a little bit uh, on your actual clubs, resorts, places you can go and indulge in. You know, again, swinging, this is not a traditional bar. It is not a swingers club. It is not a brothel. It is not a house of prostitution. It's not that. We have our own set area clubs legal businesses that operate as social clubs and we'll get into that in just a second the swinging etiquette though in most venues are going to have some of just the basic parameters that are there and uh first thing you need to understand is once you're engaging in playtime, no means no you're also going to be requested to play safe at all times So if someone tells you no, they can mean no. Just because you may be walking through a venue and you see a woman giving a blowjob to three other guys over here. I don't know. I got some other guy that approaches me. And I look up and I say no or no thank you. That is what it means. This is not the time for you to worry about an ego or for you to be getting jealous or get your feelings hurt. No just means no. Take it for what it is and move on. Um, Again, it's permissive so it means you're getting permission for someone to engage or they're getting permission from you. It is not to where you just expect or you require someone to engage with you because this is what you want. That person that's on the receiving end of what you think you want also has the ability to engage in what they want and if they're not want to engage in you or play with you then no means no. A very soft no and a very respectful no is all that it takes. But what you don't ever want to do is find yourself in a real traditional club, guys. And I've been there to see it happen. I'm going to go ahead and give a shout out right now to the doorman and and club manager at the loft in Atlanta, George, where his wife is a host there. And I've seen this guy toss a man out dick in hand and your clothes went out the door after he did. uh, Because he was too aggressive with how he was approaching uh, a woman and just kind of uh, grabbing at this woman and just basically harassing her around the club after she didn't want to play with him. I don't know what they were playing before, or what went left, or how it was, but this is something you don't ever want to do. And once that happens you're banned for life like you're never ever getting back in and then swingers clubs is such a small community they share their information with each other so the word got out to me with a friend of mine that i was there with that night he frequents another club in atlanta and he was actually at the club a couple of months later and this same guy that caused the scene on the night that we were at the club shows up at another swingers club and tried to get in and he was already banned. Though the club, the rumor was that they had shared information with each other on who this guy was and to not ever let him in to any of the clubs. So you have to be respectful on what the environment is, guys. You're going into an environment. This is real life people, real deal people. This is not porn actors that you see online or on TV that are satisfying that part of your sexual gratification for entertainment. This is real life and it needs to be respected. By it being real life, you're also going to have to respect the avenue of playing safe. Every club that I've been in has condoms available for you for free the loft again there in Atlanta has an entire fucking fish tank full to the brim right next to the main bar where you stick your hand in there and drive a fish tank no fish are in it just filled with condoms and I've been in there before and I come in with some unused condoms that I didn't use you know and so I donated the rest of what I didn't need if I bought a box of 12 and I only went through six of them then I donated the other six um, just depends on where you are. Every playroom, the orgy rooms, you're going to find condoms someplace, guys. So, play safe. You have certain clubs that are going to go a step forward. Some of them upon um, membership or you're getting a certain membership status, I'll put it that way. They're going to request that you turn over a, a, a recent health screening. They just want to make sure that there's no um, STDs or HIV or anything that's present. So if that's where you are with the requirements in that club, please abide by them and again, go out there, play safe, literally and figuratively, okay? Again, the etiquette is that swinging is consensual and it is permissive. So adults are here because they want to be here. You're not dragging someone in. You're not forcing someone to come in you're not um being coercive with someone and you're not lying and telling them oh we're going to go out to a bar we're going out to a club and they think you're going to just a regular straight up dance club or blues club or jazz club and you got some unsuspecting woman specifically i've seen this happen people again not being honest and being lying about what they're trying to be slick about and this woman walks into what she may think is is a dance club and she walks in and she sees some titties and asses and dicks you know roll by and she's not necessarily comfortable with that so again get people's permission and be open about what you want and, and once you develop a healthy relationship with the guys the time for the lying and the slick and the hiding shit and the secrets and the shame of it all is over and done with so I'm really hoping I'm doing my job Um to make sure that you understand that developing your own humanity and growing as a person and your relationship to sex can change and it can get better. And this is what we, we expect in the swinging lifestyle, mature people that are out here doing their thing and everybody is enjoying what they enjoy and no one wants to be in a situation where you're feeling uncomfortable. That's just not cool, guys you also got to be able to set and respect boundaries amongst yourself and your partner so what that means is there's boundaries and parameters to how people like to play so specifically maybe with the club a a husband and a wife would be there in a club and i don't know this could be a night where she's the hot wife and i will get on on terms and in the lingo in just a minute but the hot wife could be there because um... maybe a, a milf is there as well and you know she's got a pick of i don't know six guys she's been around the club and she's picked them out the husband's job is to go and say hey my wife is about to turn up in a few minutes can you come meet her in the orgy room and certain clubs maybe have things like uh armbands you put on they have keys that they give out they have little things like poker colored poker chips i've seen people give those out and maybe you've got six green poker chips and those poker chips were the wife's poker chips and she gave them to her husband for people that she saw and he goes and gives them out and say hey at 10:30, meet my wife in room x y and z and you know we're going to do a gangbang and she wants the six of you guys to be there that would be a hot wife it's all kinds of different ways you can play and dress things up and just have fun with it guys um so with that being said the boundary is that all of these six guys can line up and fuck the husband, but no, I mean, fuck the wife, but no one can kiss the wife. There's going to be no oral sex. There's only penetration. There's gonna, no anal sex. There's only vaginal sex. So when no boundaries are set, guys, you have to respect those. You go in and play, and when that play time or that play moment, and literally in that moment is done and it's over, it's over. Walk away. No big deal. If you are in a club... Maybe you are meeting somebody there. You guys are going to really kick it. You're going to hit it off. And again, even though it's social, there's still boundaries you have to respect. So you don't show any disrespect to the partner or people that you're in a club and you're playing with. Come as you are and, and leave as you are. If you came as a couple, leave as a couple. If you came as a couple or came with the guy or this girl, leave with who you came with. If you're exchanging phone numbers and you're doing all that kind of extra stuff, and I've done that, and then people want to call me, let's hook up and do a booty call, and all that kind of stuff after the fact, that's my choice if that's what I want to do. But if I'm going to play safe as a single woman in this lifestyle, I keep my playtime to the swingers club. That's what swinging is. And for me and my sexual playtime, it may not be an everyday thing for me because I don't have an unhealthy relationship with sex to where now it's become a fetish which is not a, a healthy way to look at it and it's something that's a vice and it's uncontrollable and now you have a person who has a habit or they could even be a sex addict and this is something that they think they want to indulge in every day and so oh I met you at the swingers club last night so can't you meet me outside the mall in my car at nine o'clock every night just so I can get my dick sucked the way that you did it in the club and yada 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 it just becomes too much okay so again understand that swinging is going to keep things in its proper context and in its proper category so you have to respect that when you're participating in playing with other people guys you have to understand that people are going to do things differently than you do they are going to have different body shapes than you do they're going to walk differently than you do they're going to have a different size dick than you a different size pussy than you they're going to do a whole lot of stuff different than you this is no place for judgment be respectful of other people at all times. Be respectful in their sexual need and their sexual abilities. Um, you just gotta be open to seeing and hearing things that you don't normally do. And so what we're not going to do is tolerate people who are bullying or intimidating other people, making fun of other people. That's childish, leaving on the playground, the swinging clubs, and a swinging atmosphere is no place for that type of behavior. So please be mindful, be respectful, and check your judgment at the door. Also, be open again to all of those changes and things that you're going to hear. And if you're there in a time with someone who is an actual host, as I have been, be open to hear things that you don't necessarily want to hear. Receive it and leave it at that. So if you got to reverberate information and put it back out, again, be respectful in your communication and put it out appropriately this is no place for you to be jealous and I'm going to challenge all of you to look up a word that has probably been in use with only about the last 10 or 15 years and I'm really just kind of putting it into practice myself within about the last two to three years. The opposite of jealous or jealous person or jealousy in and of itself is the word called compersive. So I will challenge all of you to practice compersiveness C-O-M-P-E-R-S-I-V-E-N-E-S-S. Compersiveness or compersive. This is where you get joy out of seeing someone else be joyful. So if I know that I have partners all the time and I ask them because it's at times that I don't see people for a few weeks or a few months. depends on if I'm traveling or where I am at that time. And uh, we're going to turn up. We're going to meet up at the Swingers Club and do our thing. And the first thing I typically ask people is, when was the last time you got fucked? When was the last time you got, you know, a good blowjob? When was the last time you got some head? Or whatever, men and women. And I want to hear about their experiences. It's, you know, just great to talk for me, you know. And, of course, it turns me on to hear about them and what they've experienced. Because if they had a not-so-great experience, this is my time to make sure that I turn that around. Because I know that, you know, Mama Bear or even Medusa, when it's time for her to do her thing, I make sure that I put it down. I kind of have a bit of an ego about that. I will tell you that, you know, like, sex to me, this is probably growing up as a kid, being in sports very young and early on, and kind of having that... You know, I'm the shit attitude walking around as an athlete. So I apply that when I'm playing poker. (laughs) You know, for those of y'all that know me, when I'm on the table, when it comes to Texas Hold'em, like, really, like, don't fuck with me. I'm all for the actual chit-chat, but, uh, you know, I'm here to, you know, it's cutthroat. When it comes to my sex life, I can be a bit arrogant that way because I, I know how much i like to please other people so when I'm hearing that they're not having good experiences I take that as a moment to try to turn that around for them so look up the word compersive guys and see what it does for you alright moving on to my next topic I want you guys to be able to develop a swinging identity and this is where you're gonna have to learn some of the basic lingo in the lifestyle and be able to get some of the acronyms down some of these things are really similar to porn but not synonymous with porn at the same time so I'll stay away from those things and try to focus on the swinging terms only when you hear people that are engaging in whatever they do sex wise in by themselves and couples so forth and so on but they are not swinging okay the opposite of swinging is people who are kind of closed and kind of sort of are dealing too much with the myths and the stereotypes and the bullshit that you hear about swinging these people are vanilla. But by and large, people that I've dealt with, talked with, engaged with, if they were vanilla by the time they start fucking with Mama Bear and we actually turn up with, at a club or at a resort, they're not going to be vanilla for long. A lot of people have the things already going on in their brain and the back of their mind that they're curious about. And so hopefully part of this is what the podcast is to kind of help dispel some of the stereotypes and the myths. And to kind of urge you on your way to actually getting out there and exploring and having fun for yourself. Okay. With that being said, I want you guys to kind of, again, kind of get it on down to the nitty gritty. So once you're actually engaging with other people, you're going to be having a certain set of dialogue with people. And with that comes certain lingos in the lifestyle. Um, I have a poly dictionary link I believe is what it is and it's actually something I'm actually going to develop for myself because I want it to be swinging specific I'll do that for mama bear for that persona I'm also going to have something a little bit separate and and may just kind of pull it together for another episode all together for podcast to kind of give you guys what's all out there and this is going to just bust all everything wide open swinging femdom domination a few things like that porn and all of that maybe just do my own sexual dictionary but some of the things that that you'll see um, that you'll hear that are going to come up again for the lifestyle what people consider me i am an unattached uncoupled single woman in the lifestyle and that means i'm not in a relationship with anyone i am single that is a rarity most women that are in a lifestyle are there in couples they're either married long-term relationships engaged so forth and so on gay or straight whatever the case may be um but a single woman it's got nothing to do with me being gay or straight because i cross all of those lines as well but just being a single unattached or uncoupled woman is called a unicorn i prefer to kind of roll like that until i really get used to new partners and then that partner and i maybe will indulge in certain uh, events that are couple specific but for the most part if you know me and you have played with me turned up with me you know I'm there by myself and I'm doing my thing that would make me a unicorn alright when it comes to your independent identity yourself you're gonna have to kinda outline that because certain nights are gonna have certain things and this is gonna play a part into you researching these websites and knowing what they offer you have people that are straight, gay, lesbian. We get that. The whole LGBT community. What, Where you are in that spectrum. When it comes to your uh, personal identity. But when it comes to your sexual identity. You want to be able to pinpoint that for yourself as well. we got straight. We've got gay. We've got lesbian. We've got bi. We've got bi-curious people. Um, and we also have a term that a lot of people are misconstruing. And for me, I would be a... Pansexual person and also a sapiosexual person. So that would make me pan sapio. Pan, P is in Peter. P A N means all. Bi means both or two. Get it? So you have transsexuals that's out there and shout out and what's up to my LGBTQ community. Um, for those of you that are listening in, thank you. Uh, but Pansexuals are indulge in sexual experiences across a broader spectrum, guys. And that's people who can have sexual and romantic relationships with anyone. And sapiosexuals are people who specifically have a proclivity or sexually attracted to people when you display high levels of intelligence. And part of that is my traditional working background in my professional career. And I really do love a good conversation with an intelligent brain. And whatever is wrapped around that brain, a dick or a pussy or, you know, titties and a nice ass or whatever, it don't really matter to me. I can really get into someone and we can sit down and have a great conversation and communicate well. So I'm highly turned on by that. And again, sexually speaking, or the other ends, I have proclivity. Certain body types, or certain abs, and biceps, or nice abs, or lips, or something. All that other stuff is attractive as well. But I really do and truly love a, a great, sound, intelligent mind. So for me, putting those two together would make me pan Okay, you'll have an F-S or an SS. You have full swap couples or soft swap couples these are people who are two couples they're going to swap out that full-on girlfriend or boyfriend or the husband or the wife people that go on vacations together they take cruises together and they're actually dating one another's spouses again you're open you're honest but it's a controlled environment so maybe you're gonna have a planned date once a month i met another couple that told me that they were meeting with a couple at a local casino Uh, one's husband was a truck driver another's husband did something else i forgot what it was but because they were very infrequently in the same area all the time but they were very comfortable with each other met each other online and they had like a, a weekend date like every three months so they went to a local casino met there for dinner, introductions, how you doing, and had their two nights booked where they literally swapped wives and husbands. And this wife and that husband went off to craps and play poker or got up and went did uh, golf the next day or whatever, but they went to a movie. They went on about their dates with each other's spouses. And at the end of the weekend, they traded each other back off, had a good time, and we'll be in touch, guys, and see you in another three months. That would be a full swap couple soft swap couples i've seen them in the club and they may just uh swap out with each other for the night and there may only be petting they may not actually do any penetrative sex they're definitely not leaving the club together they're just kind of there to kind of play and to do that uh it could be soft swap but maybe only the wives are going to play together and the husbands watch so again you've got to set the boundaries and you got to ask And again, people are going to be there with other type indicators that the clubs are getting better at doing. But nothing beats you sitting down and introducing yourself and being respectful and asking the questions. Okay. With that being said, uh, you'll have guys that are going to be considered bulls or a guy will be considered a bear. And this will be a single man and their job is to be there to satisfy one or both people in the couples when you have a bull that is a straight man and he's there to satisfy other women in the club specifically you have a bear he's there in the uh, as gay men and he's servicing other gay men and that's his only job he's there for other people's pleasure that would be a bull or a bear Uh, You have someone that's a voyeur, they're just there to watch, and I've seen couples do that. They come in and they watch. They may be watching for right now, decide that they're going to play later on, you know, as they get more comfortable. But they're there to watch, and then they may leave and go home and then engage in activity with each other. But that's what a voyeur is. Pegging is um, a little bit different than traditional anal play or people that like to play with your peace spot pegging specifically is for men traditionally who are straight and they're in straight relationships but they do like the stimulation of anal play they're going to specifically want that from their wife girlfriend or as mama bear when it's time for her to get out and do her thing you're going to ask that of a feminine dominant or a female dominant specifically it could be done with fingers anal toys vibrators butt plugs dildos what have you that's pegging. Guys you have a walnut size prostate and the only way to access it is through the anus or in and around the anus for some of you depends on your anatomy but trust me once that button or what I call that little blueberry gets popped once that thing gets popped, honey. And it's time for you to send out an ejaculation or that nut, honey. It's gonna put you on another planet. You probably ain't gonna never want to come back from that motherfucker, okay? Fuck with Mama Bear, fuck with Miss Medusa, and I'll put you on one. That's another topic. Let's keep it rolling, on, okay? Uh, you hear the word Greek, French, or Roman. If you're in Greece, do as the Greeks do. If you're in France, do as the French do. If you're in Rome, do what the Romans do. Greeks are going to be people who have an affinity for anal sex. And you have the French who have an affinity for oral sex, hence French kissing. Romans have an affinity for orgies. And again, going back to the early days of your known brothels in Pompeii, which is uh, on the countryside of of Rome, and people were getting it in back during then. So if you ever find yourself in Rome, do as the Romans do. Find yourself in France, do as the French do. Find yourself in Greece, do as the Greeks do. Um, Water sports. Water sports is by and large again one of those things that's permissive, and this actually came up on <laughs> and I'll give a shout out I hope they don't mind uh if you guys are watching online um the Queen Supreme Court hosted by uh t s Madison, and this particular episode was on um this week of uh the nineteenth I believe September no seventeenth and uh, they were talking about um, golden showers. And it just kind of came up. And I put a post in it that I would be talking about it on my podcast. So here we go. Uh, I have been asked to give golden showers. I don't necessarily like receiving them. But accidents do happen. Women, by and large, squirting is where piss comes out of your urethra. And not through the vaginal canal. That is where women women's female ejaculation is located. Men, however, your ejaculation and pee comes through the same. Um, uh, but you breathe the whole literally, you know, and just depends on what you're doing. So, at times it has happened for me accidentally, and, and my body is a little weird. And people were in squirting, and this became a thing with porn, but. Uh, I didn't know it was necessarily anything wrong, but typically after I come within probably the span of five minutes I always have to go to the bathroom. I always have to pee, but it is not female ejaculation. You've got to get an understanding of how anatomy works guys, so deal with that. With that being said, uh, golden showers can also be urine or it can be spitting either one and then there's bukeki, which is a Japanese technique and that te- technique is going to be when you have a recipient who's in the circle of however many people and you're going to try to do hand jobs or blow jobs, and you're going to try to get everyone to ejaculate at the same time their aim is to ejaculate on you on the person who's in the center i've tried it in vain it doesn't really happen it depends on how much of a quick draw some people are but at the same time it's pleasurable it's fun to just kind of be there and kind of get guys who are comfortable with their bodies and to be there and to play with me a little bit like that so again it's permissive that in bukeki, you're definitely going to have to get permission for guys to uh, interact with you at the same time with other guys and for those that are still weird about their bodies of being naked in front of other men for them to be comfortable to know that it's not anything that's going to put them in response to being gay or being touched by another man but they need to be comfortable with you if you're going to ask them to do that okay um so those are just some of the terms with developing a sexual identity and so I want to get into the nuts and bolts before I close it out on the very last topic of discussion which you guys want to know where to go when to go when to do all these things and how to get in there this is going to be a quick little rundown on playtime for your play places and your play spaces so when we say swinging yes there are places to go for swinging places look for tried and true legitimate businesses guys and being that it's social they're listed typically in a local business county office city office clerk but they gotta pay a business license fee just like a regular subway or a gas station it's a real business when you're talking about brick and mortar businesses okay so with that being said you want to start googling traditional clubs websites their cruises their resorts uh... i found um, something for camping you want to look for something that is nudist optional and adult friendly this is what you want to look for if you don't specifically see anything that says swinging those are other keywords that you want to be able to google with that being said, I want to send you to one main website, which is swinglifestyle.com, or we call that SLS. They have uh, a listing there of every club nationally and internationally. Legal, responsible, legitimate clubs. Also, check out SDC.com. That is swingdatingclub.com. Both of those websites have links for traditional clubs. Browse through the website, doesn't cost you anything. Get on the different links, do your research, and start pinning down whatever state you're in. Hit the link for that state, a list of clubs that come up in that city, and those clubs are also going to have the parameters there. They're going to say on-premise or off-premise, cash bar or BYOB, what have you. They're going to have the layout on the club. They'll have photos of the club. Hit the particular club link you're interested in. Go directly to their link. Now you can see reviews. If it's a club with actual rooms or something that there, you can see a, a list of the different rooms. You're going to get a list of the different events or the things for that particular night of the week that you're going to go. So you know what you're walking into, guys don't do anything blindly don't do anything hastily and again this is you doing your research do it for yourself so you walk in you can walk in and be responsible and you're not caught off guard with walking into a night that may be for gay and lesbian friendly for that night and you're a straight person and you walk in there on the wrong night now you're upset or you're caught off guard or you're uncomfortable and you're making other people uncomfortable do your homework, guys. Please check it out. With that being said, uh, do yourself a, uh, another favor. If they have social media, hit the owners or host or someone up online if you have further questions about what actually goes down there. Email them. They're very very good about reaching back out to people, especially new members. And certain clubs specifically will host specific night so i'm going to go ahead and give a shout out to a member of of a club in orlando where i live which is secrets of florida club secrets they specifically have a newbie night and i believe it's on thursdays and you're new to the lifestyle you're going to be there you're going to get a host they're going to take you around the club introduce you to everything and it's just kind of a, a basic meet and greet Other clubs will have nights where it's a meet and greet. You'll meet up, they greet you, but you're not actually engaging in sex. It's, again, all permissive and consensual. Um, Making sure that you're checking everything out before you go, again, so you're not leaving feeling unfulfilled or uncomfortable, and it doesn't make anyone else uncomfortable, okay? With that being said, uh, check out Cassidy. Cassidy is another site. It's a traditional dating site, but it's a site for... Uh, swinger couples as well. SLS, com. yes, it's very informational, but it also has a dating link on it and you can use it as a traditional dating app, but you're looking for other people that are dating in the swinger life. Uh, out in Vegas, you have Vegas Exchange, which is a four or five day um, convention. And that convention is... Um, swinging lectures. You've got toy companies there. You have uh, probably porn companies that show up. You've got technology based companies that are there. Um, You have someone like myself who may be there as a host representing their own club and they're looking for new members. Probably one of the things that I liked about it the most is that they actually have a Miss Swinging Lifestyle USA bathing suit competition. I thought that was awesome. Just a way to make it a little bit more fun and upbeat for everyone and to really celebrate the lifestyle. So that is Vegas Exchange. Go check that out. Uh, There's a cruise that's been doing their thing for a number of years, Bliss Cruises. Uh, You can find them prominently featured on SLS and SDC check out bliss cruises um there's also hito which is a destination resort in jamaica um and they have i think events planned like once a month or every six weeks and they span for about seven six or seven days so you have to get booked book your flight book your hotel make your reservations get on out to eat hito and have your fun Um, In Florida, again, you've got several that are kind of all over the place. And uh, I'm a member of Club Secrets. But there's one in South Florida I want to be able to check out myself. It'll be new to me. It's called the Rooftop Resort. So resorts like this, um, Club Secrets and Rooftop, they actually have hotels. It's a full-on residential hotel. I think Club Secrets has 75 or 80 rooms. And then out the entire resort, clothing optional. Outside, you've got a couple of pools, jacuzzis, tiki bar. There's a fair villa adult store, um, a small, just little, like, gift shop store that's there. Um, And you have, of course, your whole entire separate play space or your dungeon room, your orgy room, your private room. Secrets has, uh, like, a 15, 20-person group shower that's there. So you can get in there, guys, and you can have a lot of fun. I'll give a shout out to the loft in Atlanta it's a little bit smaller very inconspicuous it's like in between a auto mechanic shop and like a construction company little warehouse or something you know it's really inconspicuous but once you walk in full on swingers club so it doesn't they're very discreet from the outside but you gotta know what you're walking into so nothing is there is going to make you or anyone else uncomfortable um the loft in Atlanta um, check them out at the Loft Atlanta or swingingatlanta.com. Check them out. Um, I've hosted there several times over the years, and whenever I'm in Atlanta now, I'm always turning up at the Loft. If you're following me online, any of my dating sites or dating apps, I'm always putting up posts once I'm out there and having fun, guys. So, um, the last thing I wanted to touch on was uh, um, that I am really curious myself was uh, to do something different so i found um a adult friendly environment swinging environment clothing optional environment adult camp you know if you can believe it this is called camp ncn and i believe it is in wisconsin don't quote me uh google it look it up and and see what's there but checking out the website they've got uh kayaks they've got um the cabins that are there I think they host things like bike rallies uh, outdoor things for like tennis volleyball courts you know uh, uh, hiking trails and of course the entire resort, resort's clothing optional and they're very adamant on some of their um, website and the that they put out that if you're uncomfortable by adult playing or uncomfortable by engaging or seeing uh, you know free sexual you know activity or people being open with one another then this may not be the place for you so you gotta be aware of what each environment offers and that needs to match with how you want to play or your level of play so just as you can't force anyone else to do anything or engage anything just because it's what you want trust me there's gonna become a time when you're gonna be challenged To see something, engage in something, or hear about something that you can't process and you're going to take a step back or shut down on. So it goes both ways. Um, With that being said, guys, I'm going to close out now because I want to make sure that the podcast is not going to go too long. But I wanted to make sure I kept it informational, hopefully kept it going enough. If you got further questions, again, you know where to reach me. Twitter, I am underscore Mama Bear. Please hit me up there. Any of the sites that I'm on, Swing Lifestyle, Fling, Adult Friend Finders, message me. Hit me up there, guys, with your questions or comments. And we're going to be moving this thing right along. The next episode is going to take a trip to the underworld your host then will be medusa we're going to take a deeper dive into the world of fetish bdsm uh stay tuned for that it will be coming up and again guys i hope i did my job today this is gonna conclude and close out with a swinger's life i hope you enjoyed it thank you again for joining me on this episode of indecent Exposure on anchor.fm if you don't have the app downloaded in the apple store or the microsoft store is that i haven't seen it in the google store or go to anchor.fm online and check out indecent sexposure this is going to be going out on all your typical podcasts and all your communities for distribution so please stay sexy keep your head up go out there and have a little fun You know, the swinger lifestyle ain't such a bad thing. It's been the best fucking thing I've ever done for my life in the last 10 years. And trust me, I don't see myself not swinging anytime soon. With that being said, guys, have a sexy-ass day. This is Mama Bear signing off. I'll catch up with you guys later. Bye.